Hello and welcome to the Black Eye Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle. How have you been? I know it's been a long time since we've seen each other and talked, uh, but there's been a lot going on, a lot of things happening. I had quite a bit of challenge to get myself together and to um, to create. And uh, Jesus, I've been met with a bunch of challenges uh, besetting me, so I don't know. Anyways, I'm happy to report that I'm just going to put that particular project aside for a bit. And I'm going to go on and try something else and revisit that project again. Uh, but for now, today's subject is something that has been a pet peeve of mine for a long time, uh, considering that it is part of the manosphere. And it's a particular word that... Um, has irked me and probably millions of women who have heard the word and have heard the Bible verse the word has emanated from, if that is the right word I should be using in conjunction with that word, and it is the word submit or being submissive. Today's podcast is exactly as it is titled. We have to kill the word submissive. Now, What do you mean, Michelle, by killing the word submissive? Well, this is what I mean particularly. Um, As I was stating before, it's about the manosphere. Uh, Well, I can talk about Kevin Samuels. You know, he he believes uh, in his little world view that women should be submissive and cooperative. And, of course, women push back on that because what do you mean we must be submissive? And what are we being submissive to? And why should we be submissive to men in general? And the entire nonsense is that women have to be accountable to men. And, uh, well, of course, women, whether you are a feminist or not a feminist, uh, we push back on that. We push back on on, on that kind of talk and that kind of uh, rhetoric because we understand that the reason why we needed feminism in the first place was because of how our lives were in and under the uh, the effect of a man. And that men made all the decisions that weren't right for us as women. And we wanted to have control over our own lives. Because apparently men didn't do a great job of that in the first place. Now, I'm not against men. I'm not a ha- man-hating feminist nothing like that. I just believe in the empowerment of a woman to make her own decisions, to be what she wants to be, and to do what she wants to do. I mean, after all, a man cannot get a woman into heaven, and he certainly can't make her go to hell, although he'll probably try. But when we have to stand before God, whether you believe in God or not, that is our responsibility as individuals to make certain that we have done the best in our lives. Not under the lives of our husbands and all of those people, but to our lives. We have to be accountable as women, not to all the men in the world, but we have to be accountable to ourselves. We have to be accountable to God, one, ourselves, and then our family, because that's how it works. We have to be accountable. We have to stand. Nobody stands for us. And I'm talking about, you know, if you go to church and you believe in Jesus Christ, and you know, you're a Christian, and you follow the, the the laws and everything. You know perfectly well that you are not getting in there based on your preacher. You better do some work yourself. And since 
the work mostly fell on women anyways, we thought that, you know, women felt that we should be responsible for our lives. We should be educated. We should be whatever we want. If we want to be stay-at-home moms, we can do that. If we want to work full-time, we can do that. It should be our choice. It should be our choice. But out there in the manosphere, you have these men who like these biblical, these pseudo-biblical words, and they like to say that women should be submissive and cooperative to men. And I want to start out today by killing that idea. Why do I want to kill that idea? Because it's not based in real life. If you are a Christian and you are a Bible-reading Christian and you follow the Bible, this is not for you. You understand what this means. But for people in the secular world, this, these terms are not for you. And I hate, one of the things I hate more than anything in this world is when pseudo people who've been mulling around in the church come up with some concept and then try to bring it to the, to, to the secular world and try to push it all over on them like it's supposed to be, a, a, this is how everyone is supposed to live. And then they're upset because everyone is pushing back on them. And they believe that they're telling the truth, and they are in their own mind. But it's not the truth pertaining to you and your life. Now, if anybody has read the Bible, uh, and I had to go back and read this because, you know, that word was thrown out so often. I mean, I would read it uh, on Reddit, you know, apps. <laughs> Jesus, these men would come on the dating apps and they would, the first thing they would say is, you know, I'm looking for a woman who is submissive. And they have no idea what that even means. Like submissive to what? Submissive to who? Why should I be submissive to you? What is it about you that I should be, to, that I should submit to? And of course, these men who love these words have no idea what they're talking about because they didn't, they're not leaders or as they like to think of themselves as alpha males, they're not alphas. They're, they're not even betas. They're pups. But I don't want to get on that, man. I just want to kill this word submissive today. And I'm going to uh, kill it by going to the source and reading what it actually means and how it applies to women today, how it applies to you and for you today. So the words come from Apostle Paul, from Ephesians 5, 21, 6, 4. Now, now the King James Version. Now, for those out there who have listened to me, you might know, you know, you know are you going to be Bible reading or anything like that? No. I'm just here, and, and yeah, I might, because, you know, again, one of my pet peeves is that there, people take spiritual text and try to apply it to a secular world, and then they try to play games with you, like you're doing something wrong if you push back at it. And it's, it's nefarious, and it's sneaky, and it's deceitful. And I just want women and men to understand what it means to really submit and who it is that you are to submit to. Because let me tell you, women, when somebody's talking about submit to your, your husband and your wife, that doesn't mean that you get to submit to all the people out there. I know you all know that. I know that y'all know that. You don't submit to everyone just because you're going out to dinner with him, just because he's, he has money and you don't. Just because, You don't submit to those type people. 
It says clearly that you should submit to your own husband. And that is a person who has good intentions for you. Not somebody who's kicking it with you. Not somebody who's taking you out to dinner and we just hanging. No, not somebody like that. Somebody who has intentions in their life. You two have intentions. You are intended to be married. You are intended to be engaged. There's an end result at for your dating. And it says, the first verse, before it ever tells women to submit to men, it says this. King James 5.21.64, the King James Version. Uh, Ephesians, I'm sorry. Submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God. That's the couple. So when um, somebody's talking to you about submitting and they're telling you that wives should submit to your husbands, that's not how it's supposed to go. You're supposed to submit to one another. And what it means to submit is to care for each other's needs, to care for each other. I don't go around here serving other people dinner and, and stuff like that, taking care of other people's husbands and all that stuff. No, I take care of my own husband. That's my husband. Now, my husband will have some friends over or whatever. I'll bring my husband his plate if I so choose. But the rest of y'all can go get your own plate because I'm not here to serve y'all. I'm not submitting myself to you. I'm submitting myself to my own husband. I'm serving my own husband. The man and the two of us who are married, who made an agreement, who are together in matrimony. I'm not submitting myself to you. The rest of you, y'all, I'd be nice to you. And I say, you know, y'all can go help yourselves over there. There's some plate and some silverware. And y'all can get whatever you want. I'm not serving you because y'all are not my husband. And again, women, and that goes for men too. You don't give, you know, it's nice and polite and everything. but you know, you can be polite, but remember first who you give what your attention to. You give your attention to your wife. Because that's what it says. Submit to one another. I love how all the preachers, the good ones and the bad ones, like to skip over that one. Because the next verse reads this. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Now, this is very, very, this was one of those verses that got me got me very well until I kind of understood what it meant. It said, women, submit yourselves to your unto your own husbands. And it was just what we were talking about earlier. Not submitting yourselves to somebody who's taking you out to dinner. Not submitting yourselves to somebody who's beating on his chest talking about he's a high value man. Not submitting yourself to uh, somebody who, whatever. No, you submit yourself to someone who is submissive to you and that is a two-way street that means that you are in a relationship with intention not dating not kicking it with intention it says very clearly submit to your own husband that's the man of valor that's your hero that's the man who took a journey and found his masculinity his manhood and knows what it's like to and he has character and knows what life is all about and understands you and is willing to understand you. He has character. He has loyalty. He has intelligence. He may not be the richest thing since sliced bread, but so what? If he's got all those things, that's all the riches you need. It goes on to read this because, you know, out there in the manosphere, it's got these women all confused about 
the being submissive and the young girls think oh well you know i have an ego and i have to humble myself no you don't because it goes on to read this okay for the husband is the head of the wife even as christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body okay that's all true right the husband is the head of the household blah 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 whatever we have we live in a world where there's two heads of household so that you know you all have to work that out yourself so this is where it gets a little tricky. Well, it's not getting tricky. I, I, I don't mean to use it that way. But this is what it tells you what it's all about and, and puts it in perspective. Now, this is for the Christians. As the, for, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be unto their own husbands. Okay. So that's about the Christian faith, how we go to serve Christ. We obey the laws. We obey Jesus, blah, blah, blah. That has absolutely nothing to do with everyday people. But here we go. It goes this. Husbands, love your wives even also as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. So it goes on to read and it's talking about uh, the church being a glorious without spot or wrinkle and how, you know, the, the husband has to be like Christ. And it goes on to read this. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies? He that loveth his wife loveth himself. This is who you submit to. Somebody who will save your life. Somebody who will put his life, your life ahead of his own. It says, so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. It goes on to read this. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth it and cherisheth it, even as the Lord did the church. Now, if you're dating somebody, and we all know this, I'm, I'm just talking, you know, because my, my, my goal here is to kill the word submissive in a relationship, in the, in the manosphere and in the guru section of life. This is why it has to die. Because for no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourisheth it and cherisheth it, even as the Lord did the church. For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother. And I'm, I'm going to talk about that, about the great adventure of becoming a human being. And shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be of one flesh. But remember what the first verse said. Submit to one another. Now, women have a right to be picky about the men that they are dating. Because character matters. Money does not. I know men say, well, we got to have our money and we're high value. No, you're not. If you got to beat on your chest and say that you're an alpha male, you're probably not an alpha male. You're certainly not. If you got to throw your money around, that's what you lead with, and you got this and that and other going on, you probably don't really have anything going on. If you sit here hating on women and, and saying that women are the cause of your problems and every woman in the whole world have to be uh, accountable to you, to all the men in the world, then I wave you off. Because no woman has to be accountable to all the men in all the world. You only have to be accountable to the man that you have a relationship with. If you don't have a serious relationship with that man, 
you are not accountable to him. Vice versa, the man with the woman. There is no accountability to all the men. I'm only accountable to the things I've done wrong, to the things that I'm responsible for. Not to all the, I'm not responsible for all the men. If you have a problem getting women, and women won't submit to you, then the problem is probably not the women. Vice versa with the women. If you're looking for the man, you keep dating the same man over and over and over, the problem probably isn't the man. We are responsible for our own lives, and we must take responsibility for this. Not listen to these gurus tell us how to be women. Because I guarantee you, they have no idea what a woman is, how she is, how she comes to be a woman, and, and how a woman operates. They don't know. It goes on to say, nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. He didn't even say that she had to do all that. He said, if she, if the husband is doing all the things that Christ has done, and what has Christ done? He died on the cross. He loved, he preached love, he healed. You got to be a hero in your own story. You got to leave what your mama might have been or what your daddy might have been, and you have to go and find out what it is for you to be a man. What does masculinity mean to you? It doesn't mean what it means to Kevin Samuel. That's his kind of masculinity. You know, who or fresh and fit, that's their kind of masculinity. What does it mean for you to be a man? Leave home. Find yourself. That means you're going to have to cry some tears. That means you're going to have to work a little harder. Maybe it's school. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. I don't know. But, we, but the adventure... Of, of a lifetime is to find out who we are as men and women. We have to be the heroes in our own story. There's no hero coming in to rescue you. There's no woman who's going to be cooperative and this and that and do, and do all the stuff. No. No. Life does not work that way for anybody. Not for anybody. It doesn't even work that way for God. It doesn't work that way for Jesus. How is it that it's going to work that way for you? You are going to get somebody to submit to you. You are going to get somebody to be cooperative with you. What are we cooperating with? What are we submitting to? And I, I, it's got to be killed today, tonight. We got to put a bullet in its head. And we got to kill this notion. That women have to submit to men just because, just because somebody said so. I want to kill the notion that men, all the women are, 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 are accountable to all the men. No. If, if the woman you dated did wrong, then she's accountable to you and you to her. Because it's, it's a vicious cycle. It's, it's a cause and it's an effect. But nobody. I'm not responsible for every woman who did anything wrong. I'm not going to, you know, and I'm not going to be accountable to all the men. I'm not accountable to them. I'm accountable to my husband. If I did my husband wrong, that's who I'm accountable to, him and him alone. 
not to the whole manuscript, not to every man, to the person I did wrong, because I'm accountable if I'm believing in God, which I believe I behave as if God does exist. I'm with Jordan Peterson on that, and I, I've been through enough to know that uh, there is a higher power, and I don't play. But I know that I'm accountable to God and to myself. I'm responsible. Whether my husband acts right or not, I have to be accountable. Whether I act right or not, my husband has to be accountable to God and to himself. So when we're talking, when you hear these men in, in this manuscript, Talking about you know uh, uh, you know they want a submissive woman and all the women are accountable to them and they got to hold it. They don't have the power to make anybody accountable. They don't have the moral high ground to make anybody accountable. They're barely accountable for their for their for themselves. They don't even know what accountability is. They don't even understand how you get somebody to cooperate. They don't understand that they too have to show people how to cooperate. They have to be someone you're willing to cooperate with. If you're driving a jalopy over the cliff, why would I cooperate with that? And, and then you're going to say, well, you know, I got this this Mercedes Benz and, and, and this and that and the other thing. Okay. Why should I follow you? Why should I submit to you? What is your intentions? What are your intentions? What is your intent? That's the question I should ask. And what are your intentions? Those are questions that we have to ask, women and men. Steve Harvey told a very good story and uh, how he ended up writing the book, Think Like a Man. Um, think, what is it? Something like a lady, think like a man. And it was about his daughter. And he and his father-in-law were in the kitchen. And the daughter had a date, and they were talking, and the, Steve and his father-in-law were talking to the young man. And they asked the young man, what are your intentions toward his daughter? And the young man didn't like the question. So he tried to, like, I guess, dodge it or something like that. And finally, Steve Harvey finally asked him again, you know, what's my, what, what are your intentions toward my daughter? And the young man said, oh, we're just kicking and he said, oh, really? Steve Harvey's answer. So he called the daughter in, and he says to the daughter, tell her what you told us. And, you know, you know, his intention towards you is that, you know, you're always just kicking it. He's not really serious about you that way. He, he, was, he just wants to kick it with you. So his daughter was offended. Because she's like, Daddy, why did you make him talk to say that to me? Why did you make him do that? And she, you know, he could tell that his daughter was really hurt because she was serious about this, this young man, but he wasn't serious about her. And it got me to thinking about how women, how as girls, we come in with, I think, good intentions. We want a good relationship. We want to start out well. We believe that the man who's coming to date us is really interested in us. And so we believe them when they say some of the things they say and they do some of the things they do. And we get caught up because we think we're making the right choices. 
when it turns out that he's not really interested in you that way. He's just kicking. And it makes us angry. Because most more likely than not, we have the child. You know, we have to carry the child for nine months, you know. And we have to we have the responsibility and we have to deal with the pain and we have to deal with the burden. And over these past weeks, we've been talking about you know, I've been just listening to the Manosphere off and on and listening to these men talk about women in such aggressive terms. I think that's probably the wrong word. I'm, I'm, that's not the word I'm quite looking for. But you, you, you see more than ever how women, especially in the black community, we have to be on our guard against these men and you see the 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 disrespect you you hear the anger the rage the misogyny you know and it seems to me that there, it's it's all directed it's directed toward women in general and it seems to be directed at black women in particular and so the thing we have to do as women is we have to kill the submission bug. Because we have a tendency that when we are with the right person or we have a good vibe with someone, that we kind of step back. And I don't mean that you have to be, you know, difficult or anything like that. I'm saying that you, we have to be stronger and smarter. And we can't let noise get in our heads and tell us things about ourselves. We have to stop feeding the beast. Because let me tell you something, ladies. And uh, I know you probably know it. I know a lot of you know it. Hopefully you, you didn't have to go down the alley that I had to go through and learn it the hard way. But there's no man who can tell you how to be a woman. Only you can make that journey into womanhood. And it is a journey. You don't just wake up one day and go, I'm a woman. I mean, it does seem like you are at that time when that time of the month comes unexpectedly. But the truth of the matter is, it's a journey. To be who you are, to do what you do, to come to the conclusions that you must come to. You have to leave a whole lot of the girl behind to be a woman. And sometimes that girl comes with pain, with, with embarrassment, with all kinds of things. But in order to be the woman that we want to be, we have to make that journey. We just don't wake up and snap our fingers and we are there. We have to take the hero's journey. And so we have to kill the word submission today. I wish I had all my equipment working because I would like to like, have, the, have the, a sound effect to show that it's dead you know, or a celebration effect that it's dead. I would, I would like for it to be dead. And I would like for us to put it out of our mind. Don't react to it. Don't feed it. Don't do anything about it. But starve it to death. Even when we push back against it, starve that button. Starve it. Not because we want to rebel. Not because we want to be hard or difficult or mean. But we want to be stronger. And anybody who manipulates what is said in this Bible to trick you into believing that you should submit to any old body who comes along 
just because he is a high value this or this or that or other thing. No, honey. No. You don't have to do that. Because when you give your heart to someone, they should deserve it. They should be someone who loves you more than their own life, who cares for you, who cherishes you. And they should also be someone that you can care for and you can cherish. Anyways, that's what was on my mind. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. That's how I'm feeling. Uh, What are your thoughts? How do you feel about the word submission? Um, Do you think I'm off base by telling, saying that we should kill that word in, in, when it comes to relationships? Or do you think that, um, I'm right. Hit me up on Twitter, MHB1070, on Instagram, MHIGH1029. Both are headed by the Black Eye Podcast. And uh, also, don't forget to go to my website. I do have one of those. It's podpage.com forward slash the Black Eye Podcast. Listen to me wherever podcasts are heard. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a review. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Be blessed. Bye-bye. You have just heard the Black Eyed Podcast. If you would like to contact me, you can do so through Twitter at MHB1070, on Instagram at My1029, that's M-H-I-G-H-1-2-1029, 1029, excuse me, or on Patreon at theblackeyepodcast.com. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can do so through Stripe. Any donation helps me make better content and bring it to you. Thank you.